0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Biblioscapes in Discussion. Tonight is a first, as I am joined by not just one guest, but two guests. Uh, I'd like to welcome and introduce Angelica Schneider and Eddie Ephraim's, who are joining me to talk about Angelica's latest book, The Beauty of the Camino. Good evening, folks.
1: Hi, hello.
2: Thank you for inviting us.
0: It's my pleasure to have you both along. So this will be a it, it's a, basically a Angelica. It's a, her book, The Beauty of the Camino, with a, her photography that she did, and she a, collaborated and worked with Eddie to to bring the book to life. Um, so um, if you before we get into talking about the book, it would be great if you could maybe both give us a quick introduction to yourselves. If you want to start off, Angelica
2: yeah as you say my name is angelica and you can hear probably by my accent that i'm not originally or a native of this of the united kingdom but uh, originally from germany but i've been in the uk nearly 30 years now um this is quite
0: a quite a, time half
2: of my life so i'm just giving the age away as well <laughs> um, so yeah um basically i've been here um as far as photography is concerned That's probably only come on in the last um, 15, 16 years.
0: Okay. Since I've been
2: in the UK as well. And it's actually very much aligned with the Camino as well. Yeah. Because this was a reason to take the camera with me when when I was walking in Spain um, and France. So it's kind of evolved from there.
0: Very good. And, Eddie, obviously, a lot of people will be aware of your involvement in photography um, and books in particular.
1: Yeah, uh, well, thanks for inviting me. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure. Uh, A little bit about my background. Yeah, I'm a photographer, uh, but also out of my experience of of making photo books for myself, I got asked by other photographers over the years to help them with theirs. So I I set up a a consultancy in Visage Books to be able to do that. And I work with a, a real range of photographers, people like Angelica who are doing short run very bespoke beautiful hand uh, bound books to much larger print run uh, litho books uh, you know traditional printing press books that uh, a lot of them focus on wildlife and conservation uh, but i think you know what they've all got in common is uh, that they're a particular cause that they're trying to uh, uh, promote and that cause might be personal passion and wanting to share something like Angelica's done with the Camino, yep. or as I said, maybe uh, conservation and wildlife uh, fundraising books.
0: Very good. So, obviously, talking about uh, your book, the beauty of the Camino, um, I'm I'm assuming that you've you've obviously undertaken the walk many times before before the before the book became a focus point. Yeah, you could say so.
2: Perhaps if I explain a little bit what the Camino is. Yes. I don't know.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, that'd be great.
2: People, so camino is a Spanish word for way, literally. Yeah. And it's the um, so-called the pilgrimage route to Santiago, the Compostela, in northwest Spain. Yeah. So basically, just above Portugal, and Santiago is like Spanish for Saint Saint James. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very much a legend, really. So Saint James was one of the apostles uh, of Jesus, and he was kind of um, said to be having preached in Spain before he returned to um, Jerusalem um, when he was um, martyred, basically. And then uh, the legend goes that after his death by a a stone boat, he was taken back to Spain and came up across the the coast there and was buried in what's nowadays uh, Santiago. And uh, by coincidence, about 800 years later, the tomb was discovered and the church had declared those were the relics of St. James, and then it became a pilgrimage place, and it was actually much uh, more popular at times than Rome, because it was easier to get to. So there were millions of people in the Middle Ages, and then came came the Protestant Reformation. That all fizzled out a little, and in the last 50 years it's uh, become like a... Yeah, it's risen, the interest has um, increased hugely, and it's like a route that people walk. And when I say people, there are people of all faiths or none, so it's not particularly, um, you don't have to be religious to walk it. Yep. So some people think that's still the case, but no. And because people came from all sides, you have a kind of network of routes all across Europe, if you like, so there's always a route you can walk on.
0: Right, um, all right, yep.
2: As the the church is concerned, if you walk the last 100 kilometers in Spain, you qualify for a compostela if you do it for religious and spiritual reasons. And um, yeah, so that's 2003. I walked my first. When people say the Camino, there is a classic route starting in the Pyrenees, going to Santiago. So that's across Spain, about um, just under 500 miles. That's kind of... uh, the most popular route if you like. Um so that was my first. And yeah, if you talk about virus like we are in this these days, I suppose I got a I got a virus. Um got bug for it, yeah. Yeah. And I have walked various routes ever since, because like I say, there's quite a choice, if you like, yeah. <clears throat> something I, something yeah. magic about it.
0: Very good. And o- over the over the course of all your walks have you been collecting and collating images? to put towards the body of work did you always have did you always have something in mind that you wanted to produce with the body of work or or did that come laterally
2: that came a bit later so the first the first time 2003 i had actually uh, i think an old olympus film camera with me Yep. um so um and one of the challenges when you walk out there is what kit you take anyhow because you have that rucksack and in some cases i was on the road for like four or five weeks so you don't want to be burdened with some heavy kit. So over the years, it's changed to well, digital. Yes. Um, I think I then had a G9, a Canon G9, then a Panasonic, and then um, I switched to Fuji. And Eddie, Eddie, calls me a typical Fuji photographer. <laughs> <laughs> but, but one of the challenges really is, uh, to me at least, I can't carry too heavy, and yep. also want quick access to a camera. So I carry it mostly at the front. Yeah. So I have a. So it has to be smallish yeah um and i think photography wise sort of it's started all this color never really worked for me and then got into black and white quite quickly um because yes. yeah. i kind of feel it's it suits me better it's it's um yeah the mood comes out much stronger it's kind of the texture and atmo- everything for me it's it's much easier on black and white
0: yeah i think i think the atmosphere having spent some time with the book recently I think the atmosphere certainly comes across in the in the black and white in the black and white images and I think it really suits the subject matter particularly well and I must say I really really I really like the book I've really enjoyed the journey from start through to to finish and you can see the change in scenes as well um, the the landscape varying as as you make your way through the route, and I also like uh, also like uh, John's text in it as well, which I think works particularly well and really accompanies the images yeah. and and the narrative and the story that you're that you're conveying. Um, I can only imagine you must have uh, collated quite a collection of images to hand over to Eddie yeah. to begin was... to sift through them.
2: Yeah. So the idea probably to do a book was around, or has been around um, probably five, six years to have to do something with the body. And I think it took about two or three years to figure out, um, yeah, I wanted a text to go with it because photos on their own, they're nice, but because the Camino is special, is unique, um, there's this beauty about it to have a meaningful text, which um, John, the, the writer, yeah. Um, willing to do but it then took about two years to decide on how what kind of text because it's a personal body of work it's not like typically the Camino showing I don't know so many groups of people or whatever so it's a very yes. personal journey so um, I think it was also a challenge for Eddie really because like I hand over I don't know 60 70 pictures <laughs> and to explain the Camino to him as well uh, what it was all about um, and then to create, to create um, like a journey out of it um, and I think Eddie at the start I think I gave you a book as well to about yep. the Camino, so um, you could understand a bit more what it was about. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean I think the, um, the pictures that you gave me to look at did a really good job of uh, describing what the Camino was all about uh, I think that that was really, really clear. Uh, I got a very good sense of it from those images. Uh, it didn't really require, I think, a huge amount of explanation. I think you know what came over in those images and I hope comes over in the book was the real sense of, of the journey of, of, of being present to what you were experiencing. And I think also that sense you get when you're walking of kind of losing yourself yes. in, in, in the process or the practice of walking. And, and the, the photographs are really lovely, but I don't get the sense that, that photography kind of intrudes into them, that they don't come over as being, uh, you know, overtly, uh, you know, driven by photography, I think, as you said, you know, as a sort of Fuji type photographer, we both use Fuji cameras. I think there is that uh, sense of of naturalness uh, to the pictures that I, I really like and reflected in the type of camera that you used as well, which allowed you to do that.
0: Yeah, I would. I would definitely agree. I think you can you can see how they reflect. They reflect the journey. They don't feel. It doesn't feel as though the camera and the photography has interfered in your journey at all. It feels as though it's been a very natural, a natural process and a natural flow. Which, um, as I say, I think it works really well. Um, and the body of work you've pulled together, which I can only imagine has involved many, many uh, kilometers and miles of walking. Um, it really shows and it, I think it also shows your your clear passion and love for for the root and for the combination of roots that, that come out of it and I think it also shows just how varied and how 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 interesting the root and the whole landscape and environment is that, uh, that that you're walking through and I think that really comes across very strongly and
2: um, yeah yeah, and a, and a pilgrimage route, I mean, unlike, and you could say, why don't you get the same out of, for example, walking the Pennine Way or so. And and yeah, there is an element of that, but there's a pilgrimage route, you have um, the rough with the smooth, if you like, so you're getting from A to B. And yeah. so you don't always have a choice to avoid an industrial estate or something, and um, or to sleep in somewhere where there's very little on offer and stuff. And, and also another aspect is you you arrive at a location you don't know what the weather is going to be like or the time of day necessarily so you don't get that choice of saying oh i come back tomorrow to take a shot in a, yes. in a nice setting so it, it is pretty much as as it is yeah um
0: yeah and at what stage did you become involved eddie in in the in angelica's journey of a uh, photography to, to a produced, uh, produced book where where the majority of the shots all taken or where you, where you did you come along halfway through the process?
1: Uh, no I mean from memory Angelica had shot the pictures yeah, and sent me a, a short list of images uh, from which you know we could work so I mean you know she, she'd she initiated the idea. Yep. Uh, hadn't been I think you know, her photography hadn't been dictated by a brief from a publisher, or <laughs> you know, it, it, it yes. was entirely self-generated. And, you know, and for me, I think, you know, that shows that, that there's a genuineness to the pictures. There are images there that, uh, you know, you couldn't plan, you couldn't predict, yeah. um, which uh, I think I feel are really important to being in the book. And sometimes they're just these wonderful little moments uh that she came across and, and recorded and and i'm delighted you know included them in that shortlist very often photographers if they want let's say 40 pictures in a book they give you 40 pictures yes and it doesn't really allow uh, any opportunity for the kind of magic to happen in the edit yeah uh, but as angelica said we had roughly i think sort of 70 to start with so it gave uh some freedom to play around with with the design with the sequencing uh, and, and to take it from there. Very good. And how, how did you
0: find the experience in the process of working with Eddie Angelica in terms of handing over <laughs> your, your work to a, to, a, to a fresh pair of eyes? Um, it, to, to,
2: it, it was great, yeah. Now, because I, you, you kind of get tunnel vision after a while, so you have this idea of, oh, perhaps, are we going to do it chronologically or or does it have to match exactly each each text and stuff? Yeah. So, Eddie was providing me that um, other ideas and, and also the input in the Camino, how he would perceive the, the photos and the Camino. Um, yep. And obviously, like, um, you, you kind of get blind with some shots. It's, you think they're either good or not good. And, oh, this one should go in or not go in. So, there was that neutral, basically, feedback on saying this would work better with that. So, it was um, I think it was it was he gave me another angle on the Camino full stop at, as well.
0: Yes, well, well that—that's it. It's—it's it's, you're getting you're getting a perspective from someone who understands it, uh, but and is looking at it through your eyes to to a certain extent as well, and through through your words and your in your experiences. Well, I don't
2: ever yeah. made that many decisions in my life, Eddie. When
1: you <laughs> see, like... Well, I think it, it's a much easier process when uh, the bookmaking process when it's shared with somebody else to be able to bounce the ideas off. I mean, I always find just talking things through with a, a client or that the the ideas often come out of the talking, the speaking that one can get, as Angelica maybe you know, suggested, you can get very tied up with, with what's in your head. But when you have to explain it to somebody else or begin to talk about it, yeah. you often find yourself or I do hearing myself say things I didn't even realise I knew yes Uh, so I think working with somebody else always gets me very present to uh, what's at hand and and I think also as a photographer if you hand your work over and I I mean I do this every month when I write for black and white photography magazine I mean I hand my words and images over to the magazine and it's always a a nice surprise to see how uh, Toby the designer has laid them out although you know i give them three pictures every month so there is a limit yes. uh, he always manages to come up with something interesting that i feel uh, mirrors how i see things and i i sense it as a designer that's what he's trying to do and i would try and do the same thing with a book that having listened to angelica or another photographer talk about their work is when you choose the images and you sequence them and you you start to lay them out you're trying to hold a mirror up to the photographers so they recognise themselves in it rather than going, oh, I can see Eddie the designer in that, yeah. uh, which I don't want them to see. I want them to yes. see themselves.
0: Yeah. And and when when the first sequence came back uh, that uh, Eddie had put together, Angelica, uh, were there any pictures that he had, he had uh, excluded that you really, really wanted to to be included that were big favourites? I think when people look at sequencing, I think... One, I think one of the biggest the hurdles to overcome is the first time be it a book of 40 or a book of nine images, it's thrown out the image that's your favourite image, but you know that doesn't work as that or or does it doesn't doesn't necessarily work in a small sequence or a small collection. And were there any images that uh, Eddie had uh, excluded that you really, really wanted to, to
1: see incorporated? I don't
2: think you did actually Eddie.
1: Oh, good answer. Hey, actually, I not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, bit... yeah, but I understood straight away. I don't think we
2: changed much at all after the...
1: Um... No, I, I think, I mean, to me, as I say, having listened to you talk about the Camino and, and what I knew about it, and then the book that you very kindly sent me that I read about it, I had a pretty good idea in my mind what I thought... Uh, it, you know, it 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 was about what I felt it what I felt it ought to look like and how I felt yeah. it ought to handle as a book, um, and what would be a good number of images, not too many, not too few. Yes. And what would give people a real experience, not just through the images, but the way that the book works, to have a really good sense of, of the Camino. And as Angelica said, you know that there is a, a destination, an outcome in mind and in that picture selection process you know for me it was very much putting that destination as pretty much the end picture in the book although angelica had the the lovely idea of putting the seascape in at the end and we put the scallop shell the symbol of of the camino afterwards and the seascape i think is a for me a, a sort of very spiritual experiential kind of picture that i felt would reflect maybe how somebody would feel after they've walked the camino it, it, it's yeah it's a geographical trip but at the end of it, it it's a very personal spiritual sort of uh and i'm sure you know a, a, an amazing uh thing to have gone through uh and that kind of transcends place so that, that this final picture of kind of looking out to see with the beautiful light to me was a, you know i think what we both felt was a good conclusion yeah, yeah. And then choosing the pictures was uh uh kind of um leading up to there really yes uh, but you know it was uh it's it's not a difficult process i think generally choosing pictures um if the work is authentic and and you can tell the photographers really immerse themselves in it and and they don't that they give guidance but they don't exercise too much control They, they can have plenty of input you know in the editing but i think to present them with something in the first instance, it's really good to be given free reign, which is what Angelica did. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah.
0: And at what point did was the text incorporated? Was, was Did that follow once the sequence was in order or was there bodies of text already when you provided the images, Angelica?
2: The text um, came kind of early in the year, but it had to go backwards and forwards a few times. Yeah. So I think we finalized that only i think kind of august or something so there were improvements but the principles were were there if you like okay yeah um but that I mean that was a bit of a challenge to align all of that um but the idea was um yeah the idea was there and it and was tying it all together and I think actually from a format perspective we aligned ever so quick on the actual um, way of the actual design with the concertina style
0: yeah yes yeah um,
2: because of the journey aspect it sort of lends itself to that
0: yeah um, yeah I, I would tend to agree I, I think the I think the, the the actual design and the layout and structure of the book I I think works uh, really well for for the for particularly for the subject matter as well it's um I'll, I'll as as it's a, a similar design I think to Paul's book I like I like the fact that it lays flat, and you're stopping after every page. You're not there's not the ability to just flick through, but you're 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 working your way through slowly, and and you're enjoying and you're on part of the journey as well. Um, and I'm I'm uh, interested to to know who had the joy of sticking all the pages together because I know <laughs> it has, I know it has been uh, I think is it hand trimmed and
1: then and then yep yeah for people listening i mean it's a uh, a lay flat book so if you can imagine putting a a sheet of folded paper on top of another sheet of folded paper and you make a stack of them and you glue the four edges together not the spine side but the four edges yeah so you get a semi concertina um and what it means is there's no stitching down down the gutter so as you open the book it lays beautifully flat but as you pointed out uh it takes a a lot of experience to be able to glue a book like that together and it is hand glued yes Uh, every single page is hand glued and and then once the, the book is hand glued the book block it then has to be very carefully trimmed, and, and when you're trimming a book like that, you need to exert a lot of pressure on it to hold it flat to to be able to cut it really beautifully. Yeah. Um, but if you put that kind of pressure on it, you can also crush the the, the spine side. So it, it takes yeah a, a fair amount of work, and and for me, I mean, I'm going to sound terribly geeky here. It's it's awful, but uh, you know when you pick it up and you run. Your finger along the edges of it. To me, it feels like if you can imagine a, a, you know, a pat of butter that's been cut, yes, absolutely, with the sharpest knife ever, and it's got that lovely, lovely, lovely smooth feel to it. So that there's a real joy, you know. I feel it in handling it, and and that the you know the size and the shape and the format of it means that you can handle it comfortably. It, you know, it's not sewn, so with that size, it's not going to spring open and and kind of you know cascade all over the floor in front of your very eyes
0: yes that that's it. i think sometimes when I mean, you maybe see some of the larger larger concertina mm-hmm. books mm-hmm. they can be very wieldy to to have to manage and i've got i've got one that's probably slightly bigger than a3 and i'm always very nervous as much as i love taking it, i'm always very nervous because at that sort of size you really need to be laying it down somewhere on a very big flat surface because I'm just always concerned that some pages might crease or fold. Whereas mm-hmm. I think, yes, that the size of this book, it works really well. It's really easy to manage. You can manage it in your hands, no problem. And I don't feel nervousness that mm-hmm. um, I would do with something else. And I think that's important because there's then the encouragement to actually pick it up and look through it. Mm-hmm probably on a far more frequent basis than I would do if I was always concerned about something happening to it. Um, and how how much involvement and uh, in decision-making did you have in the design process of the book Angelica and also the gluing of it?
2: <laughs> the gluing, yeah. Well, no direct involvement in any of the gluing and everything and then because COVID <laughs> as well didn't make things easier yes. to go to the printer and so on. I mean, everything we we kind of um, run past each other, like is it okay or not, and so on. So, and yeah. then also the choice of um, paper and the and the cover and everything. So there was always a discussion or yes. a conversation. Um, but I think we agreed always very quick. Yeah.
0: Um, well, well, I think yeah, I, th- I, th- I think you've also got the benefit of Eddie's experience and Eddie's yeah. knowledge, which if you were to approach this something and try to self-publish it or And make it yourself you would you you wouldn't unless you unless someone's got godlike abilities to do something you wouldn't necessarily come up with the same product for your for your first outing and and there's definitely uh there's definitely an inherent value in having someone's expertise and knowledge of how it might look and how different styles of books will look and even just down to the small detail and in terms of the the, the the foiling and also on the on the slip case as well. It's 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 all the wee small fine details that really do begin to set one book apart from another <laughs> certainly. And they, they they just add a finishing touch and add a small element to the experience of, of someone who's who's looking who who when it arrives in the post you you can see the small details and um yeah I think it certainly comes across and you've obviously taken on board all of Eddie's advice. Um, over the course of the period and are you um, are you encouraged and would you would you go through the process again for a, for a future book
2: oh too early too early to tell I'm still still getting to grips now with the next stage um, of selling the books and so on yes so, so that's another totally new experience Um yeah. which is uh, the whole thing is like a, a huge learning curve but a, but a nice one if you like new Abs- skills yeah. and so on experience um, Yeah, I'm certainly um, because the photography is evolving as well, with yes, has evolved with the Camino and stuff, and and so on. So, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, would never say no to something a different style around it. Um, black and white would stay, that's for sure. Um, but perhaps more topical, I don't know, panoramics or whichever, too early, too early to
0: to tell. Yes, but now, now, now you've got one book under the belt, it'll maybe give you the buzz or. Give you the motivation at some point in the future to to tackle something, tackle something again, and and who knows, uh, yeah, you maybe find you'll maybe find a different route that takes your fancy that uh, that you can produce something that's uh, equally equally as um rewarding as as clearly this experience has been.
2: Yeah, because I think the the purpose, I mean, the objective was to have something classy looking, but also simple and stylish and unique, like the Camino. Yep. some of the um, potential people who buy it would be people who have done the Camino. Yes. Um, so they have something to remember it by. Yeah. And rekindle memories and, and almost verging like going to the spiritual side of things. Yes. And also perhaps others who are interested in black and white, which is why we included um, cards to give some information about the Camino. Yes. To go with a book.
0: Yeah. Yes, I do um, I I did like the I did like the map the pilgrims route. I thought that was uh, particularly particularly good and uh, yeah just really set the scene.
2: Yeah, that's I think the decision was actually a later meta decision because it was probably uh, better not to have that in the book itself to keep yes. that piece of um, like photography and so on and yeah. provide that extra information separately. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so another book would be different because I don't think I would have to explain mm. the Camino as such anymore. It would be a different,
0: different yes, era, different I think format. I, yeah. yeah, which which okay. which which I, th- I, th- I think is always the case. It's every book has got to suit and be designed to the subject matter that you're that you're focused on. It's if if it's if it's required and it adds to the book, then that's when it should be included. It, I, there's a, I don't always think that there's necessary requirement to add things just for the sake of, of adding it. And um, it's, it's I think you've got to design it and base it around what the, what the project, what the project and what the subject matter is. Some people, it benefits from having a lot of words in their books. And then other books, there's plenty of books out there that have very, very few. They've maybe got the introduction forward. And then after that, there's very, very little text um so moving on to uh, moving on to books in in general obviously eddie's got some serious bookshelves in the background there and i'm, I'm sure angelica's a small part of it <laughs> i well that's say uh, i can imagine it's a very small part of it so um I, it'd be great to get maybe a couple of uh, recommendations from each of you in terms of what you're favorite books are or ones that you just enjoy taking inspiration from or you enjoy for a whole variety of reasons so um i don't know angelica no,
1: just, was, just if, if we have a few minutes just before then the, the yeah, various, sure. various things you touched on there you and angelica that might be worth uh just adding a few comments yeah uh, to those particularly i mean for other people who may be thinking of, of producing a book themselves uh the i mean the first thing i would say is as you noted it's a uh, the size is is almost the same as Paul's Solace book, yes. and that's a, a very good reason for that. That it, it, the books are printed using a, a digital press, an ink-based digital press, but the, the sheet size is quite limited on these presses. So, to uh, maximize the use of of the paper, the sheet size, uh, and to keep the price down and and to get the book to work, it do, that does put a limitation on uh the size that the book can be yep. and and there are quite a number of books i've made that are, that are a similar uh, size and yep. then uh, but once you open them up because they're short-run books and they're hand-bound you can get very very creative with how they're about how they're bound they can be sewed or glued or um side-stitched they can be stapled you, you yeah. name it i mean it was yeah so uh and and the, the, there's an, also an advantage to that that what tends to be happening i'm finding with with the clients that i work with and what i would encourage anybody to do is is the size of, of that book uh you can replicate it easily at home with an inkjet printer yeah. uh, printing with a3 or or, or utilizing a3 plus paper and then use the same artwork to print the thing commercially uh and particularly these days with i don't know whether you've heard of affinity publisher but it's a, a, a an alternative to indesign yeah it's a one-off uh, applica, purchase 50 quid i think it is these days yeah. but it, it's a very powerful piece of publishing software very user friendly but i mean people can make a one-off book at home with an inkjet printer and then take it all the way through to doing a book like angelica's using exactly the same artwork and not having to redesign it or scale it up for a, a bigger press or bigger sheet size so yeah um so i mean i think that there was that i'd say and, and you know and i love the way you picked up on uh the detailing and and a book like angelica's you know for me one of the things that was really crucial was to make sure that the cover material your first contact uh with the sleeve the outer sleeve and and then the cover of the book is, is something for me i felt needed to connect uh, readers uh, with the, you know the very physical nature of the Camino, the kind of no frills nature of it. So it's a very tactile, uh, quite rough, uh, but beautiful card, a can card. And then, as you say, it's got the foil stamp of the Camino shell. Yeah. So the lovely, slightly uh, pewtery-coloured uh, foil but a very, very smooth, almost um, sort of pearlescent sort of quality to it, a bit like a shell itself to to the front cover and then as you pull the sleeve and then you pull the sleeve off and then the title has the same fall. So you can run your finger over it. And to me, I mean, I'm I'm probably getting a bit um, carried away here, but, you know, you've got the roughness of the card and and the lovely sort of spiritual feeling of Uh, touching that silver foil and and how it you know connects I think uh, both visually but physically and and, and emotionally yeah so yeah I mean I I think you know Angelica's um, uh, photography required that I think on the one hand attention to detail yeah um, and uh, you know making it at the same time look easy and seamless and uh, very uh, lost it, 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 in the process of the walking itself.
0: Yes, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, and I think, as you say, it's from from when you from when you open the 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 package to, as you say, the, the outer case to the mm. to the the front cover of the book, and then straight into the book. It's all a very natural, a very connected process, um, which, as you say, it comes down to. It's small it's small details such as them that you do begin to notice and you do begin to remember and they, they just add to the experience for, for for the for the viewer. So moving back on or do you want to add something first, Angelica? Or
2: yeah, I was gonna say I've been lucky to get quite a bit of feedback from people who wrote yep. the book so mm. far. And that's been very good. One of the some of the comments were going in the similar direction, like the feel of it and, and the whole yes. aspect. So it's yep. been really nice to get comments
0: back as well. So um... absolutely, it must be it must be incredibly encouraging and rewarding to get feedback and, and positive comments about about your own body of work that you've you've spent many many hours and and walked a long way to, to to photograph and the journey that you've been on clearly for a lot of years to do it. So yeah, the the, the feeling must be fantastic when you get lovely comments coming back saying how much people enjoy. The experience of of reliving your journey from the comfort uh, of their uh, own home
2: absolutely uh because that means like what we were trying to achieve sent of um looks like we got that right yes uh, eddie of course has a much bigger challenge because he has to walk the camino um, when...
1: oh i i absolutely desperate to <laughs> <laughs> You know, as if I—I I mean, I was convinced beforehand, but I'm going to say this: you know, the books convinced me even more. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely, absolutely, love to.
0: Very good. Okay, so we'll move. We'll move on to some of your favorite photo books. So I don't know who wants to go first, Angelica. If you want to maybe start with one of your personal favorites.
2: Yes, time is a topic here, and it's actually a German book I got. Um, All right. I Got that when I was 18. Right. I think was, I was 18 as a Christmas present, um, and it was about the Camino, that's where I heard a parent and saw about it first, um, and it was like a, from a, from a German photographer with some texts from a, the spiritual kind, and um, as an 18-year-old living in a small town, I saw these photos, huge landscapes, um, architecture shots, whatever, and that's what got me interested
0: and what what's yeah. the book called and who's the f-
2: it's called she want me to say it in german
0: <laughs> see, see if you want to yeah.
2: it's der Weg der großen it's so it, it literally means a way of the of great longing right and uh the photographer is a guy called hans gunther kaufmann um i think he was actually a fashion photographer at the time
0: right very good and that, that's what really got you the buzz for yes. for the route and the, the experience
2: and I still have it, because some of the photography, obviously analog at the time, is it with um, landscapes in particular, it was just this vastness, huge space, and then the the um, shots of churches and so on, um, and even shots of local people, the whole combination was yes. so appealing.
0: Yeah. yeah, very good. Eddie, do you want to, to give us one from your vast... Just one. <laughs> oh, one. One to start with, then we'll, yeah, we'll, do, a yeah. few, we'll do a few no, more. I, yeah.
1: I've, I've jotted down uh, three or four. Yeah. Anyway, first one. Uh, so it relates to Angelica's book. It, it's by a photographer, Jungjin Lee, and oh, The yeah. Unnamed Road. Yes. Uh, that's a, a concertina book um, and a beautiful. Uh, landscape images of uh shot in israel yeah uh, in the middle east and and i suppose that the similarity or, or, the, or the reason for choosing it is you know like angelica i think you know she's a great photographer but i, I think similarly really tuned into her subject very very tuned into her subject and there's a naturalness to her pictures and the way the book is put together that i i would hope is reflected in the camino yeah uh, angelica's book the beauty of the camino so that would be my first one
0: yes very i, I don't have that one book but i do have another one by zhong jing li opening yeah. which again is equally very very nice but uh yes there's very very n- lovely books and very very nicely made and, and produced it's as well beautifully produced yeah. yeah yeah really very yeah. very high yeah. quality Okay, Angelica, next one from yourself.
2: Um, um, Well, I I own up a few years ago. I bought like a special edition of three books of Don McCullen.
0: All Um, right, yeah.
2: So um, I just love his photography. Yeah. So they're very big and very heavy. So I've got them in my living room. Yes. And I kind of turn a page as I go along to see.
0: And I keep
2: looking at him thinking, why does it not work for me when I shoot (laughs) a similar subject? Um, I, th-
0: I think we all look at many books like that and think why 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 do i never get anything that looks like that but uh i just yeah
2: i mean and that in those um, books there's like the whole range of what he shot some wolf photography to yeah to landscapes to still life um people and so on so i just like this variety he yeah. has and um yeah just to well, pick up
0: well, yeah well that that's it and i think as we were saying beforehand it's it's always a even though there's a lot of subject matters, I have got no interest in shooting myself personally, I still love and can still appreciate and enjoy looking through books of work that other people have produced of of that subject matter. And because it does it it inspires you and gives you ideas and to in your own work that that you can implement and and use yourself. And I think that's that's part of the enjoyable part um, of photo books for me in particular. Uh, Eddie, next next one from
1: uh, number two again. I mean, a, a walking related uh, book. Oh. It's called Image and Imagination, and it's Georgia O'Keeffe by the photographer John Loengard. Okay. and it's a combination of her paintings, her landscape paintings, and his photographs that he took of her uh, at her home, um, and and a number of the pictures involve her daily walk with her dogs and he photographed her on those walks. And, and I think that the really strong connection that you get between the artist and the landscape, but also that need to just get out and just have your own kind of headspace, personal time, lose yourself, whether it's on a, walking a Camino or walking in a, in a very arid uh, part of America where she was based. And uh, I, it's, it's a book I go back to over and over again. I, I find it absolutely uh you know captivating um and, and a wonderful insight i think into the the artist, her thought processes um that, that drove her painting uh, so yeah that, that's one i would recommend probably quite hard to find i think it's out of print so yeah uh,
0: so so many Sorry books about that. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's perfectly fine to be honest if it's out yeah. of print it probably saves me uh, the money of, of finding it and thinking right will i buy it won't i buy it when you see that it's maybe 300 pounds or 400 pounds or something like that that just answers the question for a period of time until you come across a a, a nice version at a bargain price but uh, any more from yourself angelica are there any other books yeah
2: there is um i have a michael levine
0: the zibrato yes um, very oh, nice
2: and I love the um, minimalism and the long exposures and stuff. And in some ways, it's probably too minimalist for my liking. I, I like a little bit of untidiness. Yeah. Um, but just the simplicity of uh, and, and to see how you can create something of nothing, basically. Yes. To To see... To simply see the shot is just amazing.
0: Yeah, he's he's one photographer. I think that book's been out for quite some time. He's always one photographer who I've all, always thought he must be due to bring another book out or something like that because it, it is, it it's been, nothing ever seems to appear. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's always strange, you always think that, yeah, some people will bring out more and more and more, but some people bring out one book, and I think that one's been out for a good number of years now. So, yeah, but,
2: six or so. Yeah,
0: but again, it's a very nice book, uh, a lovely subject matter. It's the sort, uh, a lot of it's the the sort of photography and sort of images I like as well, very minimal. Uh, uh, that's kind of, that's my thing to a certain extent. So I have a few that are probably very similar to that, but. Uh, yeah it's all it's all good fun and any another one from yourself eddie
1: well i'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm a great believer in in books not having to be uh large and not having to be long yeah uh, and i'm going to contradict myself here and, and my next <laughs> one is i'm looking at it now it, it's at least four inches thick uh So you can imagine what that's like to handle, except it's not a large page size and it's the G.F. Smith paper catalog. It's their collection. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And it's a Bible. If you you make books, it's a Bible, four inch thick Bible, but just rest assured, you know, that's not thousands of pages of Bible paper with very tiny printing. It's just beautifully put together paper samples and every conceivable paper that you can think of that will in theory work with uh, you know digital printing presses today so yeah uh, it, it, it yeah it's, it's a joy so uh yeah that, that that would be my 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 third choice um,
0: that's right and uh, angelica do you have a final book to share with us well there's the
2: one that got away which is solace from paul sanders
0: <laughs> yes yes that that's i think that got away from a few people unfortunately <laughs>
1: Well, I, I do have two copies, so actually, do I? know I've I've only got one. I gave one to Paul. Did yes. he tell you this? He's sold it. Yes. His he,
0: copy. Yeah. yeah. He mentioned I it. He not, mentioned yeah. it. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I, I think I managed to dig him out of a hole there because I had two.
0: Yes. Uh, he,
1: he when I when I was
0: speak when I did speak to him, he was uh, he did hmm. say that he had he had sold his own copy and he only has a copy of his own book because you happen to have a, a spare copy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was brilliant. Yeah, but no,
0: yes, that that's a, that's a, another beautiful book, really, Ooh. really, really nice. Um, and yeah, I think there's a few people who are a bit a uh, bit gutted to miss out on that. And uh, I think he was, I think at one point he was tempted to maybe do uh, another edition of it, but I think he's decided uh, now not to do so, which is great from my perspective my value can, my my edition can only go up in value so but then uh, that's yeah it's a it's a lovely book and i'm sure we'll see more from paul i'd mm-hmm. imagine in the future hopefully he'll 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 bring out something and then um, it'll be a it'll be a rush to try and order that one again and what about yourself eddie one one final
1: book from you oh um the, my final book it, it's gonna be i have to say it, it's something that lives in the future You know, every day I get calls from, well, pretty much every day from people thinking of making a book. Yeah. And I'm constantly, continually, you know, ever surprised by what photographers get up to uh, and just the never-ending variety of of imagery and ideas. So for me, it's as much about enjoying the books that I have and the books I've already made with people, but it's the pleasure in in not knowing what the next one's going to be yeah. Um, so that, that it would have to be that that it, it, it's the next one. It's the phone call tomorrow from, you know, somebody saying, I've been working on an idea. I don't know whether it works. Can you tell me, you know, what do you think? And then you sit and listen to them for 20 minutes and you think, wow, this is uh, yeah. incredible. Yeah. How has would that- nobody ever thought of this before. Uh, so, yeah, the next one, the next one by Angelica, maybe.
0: Oh,
2: cool. yep. <laughs> <laughs> this one first.
1: Yes.
0: Well, it's been uh, it's been wonderful to chat to you both. Thank you very much for taking uh, time out of your evening to to speak to me and to tell me all about uh, all about the beautiful book that the two of you have uh, collaborated on and produced it. It's a beautiful book, um, and I'm sure it'll be very popular amongst uh, amongst those who buy it. But yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much.
1: Thank yeah, you, Ian. Yeah, real Thanks. pleasure. Cheers.
2: Cheers. Bye bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye.